Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. We have now watched the Super Bowl. Uh, We did. What was this, 58? Super Bowl 58. Yes, number 58, and the halftime show was one for the ages. Uh, Well, it's... uh, Ages 40 to 50. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. It was definitely a middle-aged halftime show. So you didn't love it so much, but I really enjoyed it. What's the deal? Well, this is the thing. This is the way I feel about every single halftime show, is that they are fine. They're all fine. They're all completely acceptable forms of entertainment. They're well done produced pieces of entertainment. Right. Um, That is not to say that they all strike me or, you know, uh, bring me into whatever world they are trying to present, but they're well done. So it doesn't matter whether it's the Rolling Stones, Alicia Keys, Usher, 50 Cent hanging upside down. You said that very artfully. The world they're trying to present. They want to draw you into their world. I always thought of it as you want to see the celebrities you like. So you hope that the cameos are by musicians you like and you hope they play the songs that they're known for. Well, I assume they usually get people that are uh, artists that we've heard of and have lots of hits that we would know. Right. I, I mean, at least that's the point. That's the goal is like to get to, to unite this very, very big audience, you know, yes. that obviously looks diverse under some pop music. That seems, seems to be why they usually go pop. Yes, it usually is pop or I guess last year was hip hop. It was hip hop. You're right. And they've done rock in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, They've done Prince. Prince has done it before. I think their original was Michael Jackson. So there's lots of variations. I don't know. Have they done country people? I, I it may if they have I couldn't tell you but because they don't stay in my mind really what stays in my mind is mistakes like the the what do they call it a fashion faux pas that Janet Jackson oh, had with Janet Justin Jackson, Timberlake yeah. that was it had another wardrobe malfunction yes the malfunction yeah <laughs> so um or gosh what was it? Prince I guess you know, having his guitar shadow look to be like very phallic like there's their memorable moments and that's to me what I always look forward to is is something gonna happen like if you're at a, a car race is is the tire going to fly into the audience you know <laughs> the audience uh that the stands, the stands the <laughs> what spectators we're I think. from the car town we should know what yes, the car lingo is the car town so yeah we do come from indianapolis which is the indianapolis 500 is well known there and it is called spectators i think there oh I I they're the spectators yeah i don't even think they're fans I think they're just spectators because uh-huh. nobody goes to any 500 that's a real fan. They just go to like drink and party and, and spectate. I came to spectate. <laughs> and you spit some tobacco juice. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, rewind. What I was trying to say is you were saying they're just generally entertaining. And I was saying they always hold a surprise of, is this going to be great? Is there going to be a huge blunder that we're talking about? And I think maybe that's because the, the the journalist in me no like news news outlets always want something memorable to happen nobody wants it to be a, eh, that was fine they do well they well that's that's what entertainment is anyway they want publicity they want press uh, all press is good press type of thing so of course that's what they want they want people talking about stuff I think they also want it to not be too controversial because they don't want to lose 
audience members. They don't want to lose fans. They don't want right. uh, moms writing in or saying, you know, like the the wardrobe malfunction, which was like 20 years ago at mm-hmm, this point mm-hmm. of going like, no, we don't, we're not going to watch that filth type of stuff. <laughs> they want everybody tuned in because they want the advertising dollars because a Super Bowl commercial for like whatever it is, 30 seconds is $10 million or whatever it is. So they want those eyeballs and they want everybody to be involved. In right. So it surprises me that you just are so-so about it. You're very lukewarm about it. About the halftime show in general? Well, because I think... Pun intended. The, I think that they are all very fine. Like, I don't think they take tons of risks. Like, mm-hmm. Usher on skates is not a risk. Rihanna was pregnant and was like dangling hundreds, if not thousands of feet in the air. <laughs> Yes. Hundreds of feet in the air. Now, well, if she had gone into labor, <laughs> that would have been something. Just dangling a pregnant woman's like, oh, okay. I, I think they've got the pulley gotta, system worked out here. You got to get up early in the morning if you want to impress Luke there. Okay, yeah. fine. Well, now, you last night when we were watching it said, wow, that is amazing. That was a great halftime show. And I was like, I don't know about that. And mm-hmm. you're like, it's better than all the others. And I go, I don't know. I think there's a lot of, I think they're all about the same. And you are incensed that I could even uh, say that right. yet online there was people trashing this Usher uh, show yeah completely. people can feel however they want about it but you were saying it's never memorable and I was saying they rank them year to year pretty much the conversation we just had was the whole goal of the halftime show is to be memorable so I don't think that they're all just fine I think you find them to be just fine but the point is here's let me tell you why I liked it well first before you do that how about you remember Five halftime shows. Sure. Madonna. If they're they're memorable. If they're memorable. Well, this is the point. Janet Jackson showing her breast. (laughs) Madonna being called too old at age 50. Um, This is what I remember about it. Beyonce, and there was a blackout of some sort, either during the halftime show or before the halftime show that she was scheduled to perform. I was out of town during that one. I think that was during the game there was a blackout. Okay, there was a blackout during the game. Okay, so that doesn't count as a halftime show, but Beyonce did the halftime and everybody loved it. Coldplay featuring Beyonce and Bruno Mars. Am I remembering that right? And then last year was Rihanna. So that counts. Those those are, they happened. I don't know. I think that the, I, I think when you can't remember most of the details about these things, they aren't that memorable. Well, my point is what, what made it good. Fine. If they're, if they're always supposed to be boring in your mind, or they're always like never, not, never not, accomplish the goal that they want. The music flowed. It was Great song that we remember after great song that we remember. There was never one thrown in, which is like, this is from my new album. You know, like everybody, you could just keep grooving. And that's how it was last year. It was just nothing but hits from my generation, uh, actually through the last 20 years or so. And um, so you got Ludacris, like you were saying, that song's 20 years old. I'm like, yeah, that's the great thing about it. It still slaps. <laughs> the costumes were great, although <laughs> you and I both didn't really love the reason I liked it was the music flowed. All the songs were great, and you knew every single one of them. They spanned a huge amount of years. When Ludacris came on, you were like, that song's 20 years old. And I'm like, yeah, and it still slaps. And the costume changes were dynamic. I mean, Alicia Keys looked great. I didn't like Usher's first outfit, and neither did you at the time. The grandma outfit? The sequin <laughs> grandma outfit? What a grandma wears to a wedding. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was Dolce & Gabbana, apparently. So even that was handled with... Selected with care. Aren't those purses? Am I wrong? It's a it's a famous fashion house, and they make more than just purses. Okay, he was wearing a purse. Is what I took away from that. <laughs> well, let me just back up a second. First of all, I I think you mischaracterized how I feel about these things. I don't think they're boring, and I don't think they didn't accomplish what they wanted to accomplish. 
I think they are all entertaining and they are all fine. I think there's a difference between saying they're boring. I don't think that they're boring. Boring would indicate like, I, I don't even know what I'm watching. This is, I'd rather watch uh, anything else. I'd rather have more commercials than this. I think it's meant to be entertaining, but it is meant to be entertaining in a very specific way, which is to be the most appealing to the broadest audience. So it's not going to have anyone super passionate about it, loving or hating. Okay, I have a question for you. Got any cheese? Okay. <laughs> That's uh, one way to end a discussion. Because <laughs> <laughs> because if you do have cheese, you need to send it back. There's been a recall on Cotija um, and certain quesos because it has listeria in it. Now, how do you spell Cotija? Cotija is C-O-T-I-J-A. Okay. The Jota is the letter J in Spanish. <laughs> okay, that, that, like, I, that's all fine. And that's like a Super Bowl halftime show to me. It's fine. But I don't... Like, when it comes to some of the names of salsas and cheeses and quesos, like, I don't know how to pronounce some of them. Because some of them start with an X, but that is not... You're right. I, I don't know if you if it's a silent X or if it's you, a Z. If you don't remember sixth grade Spanish, wah. you are out of luck with today's cheeses. I know, there's too much. <laughs> I, I specifically didn't buy some at the grocery store for our Super Bowl party because it started with an X and they were like... The, these you can get two of these salsas and a bag of chips for 11 bucks and yeah. it's like well does this one count or doesn't this one count because of <laughs> I, it doesn't make any sense why i wouldn't know whether it counts for the deal based on whether it starts with an x but still it just threw me all off and i was like i can't i can't do that's with this. lucky for us that you don't buy anything you can't spell because <laughs> it was recalled uh if you can't spell it don't sell it folks <laughs> um no i think um I think listeria is one of those that's not salmonella. I don't even know what it is or where it comes from. Did someone sneeze on the cheese? Oh, man. I, I don't even want to know what they do with the cheese. We don't like, want to know. There's, there's a lot of recalls happening. Uh, every, you know, we'll get our groceries on Amazon a lot of times, and then I will get these emails months after we have the grocery delivery. <laughs> Hey, by the way, don't eat those Quaker bars. They're, you didn't eat those, did you? I, I hope you didn't eat that. What do you mean? The, the, the bars you delivered back in 2022? Yeah, yeah, because they're recalled now. Yeah. They could kill you. I know. It's it's always the case, isn't it? Like, it's after we finished it that we find out something's been recalled. All I want to know is, can I get my money back? Right. I, I ate them, <laughs> but can I have at least gotten this disease for free? At this point, instead of coupons, they should just like cover your insurance bill. Like cover your cover your insurance with their insurance. With their insurance. So that you can pay for whatever food poisoning you had to treat at the hospital. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know what some of the worry is. Like is it oh you might get Montezuma's revenge with this stuff? Mm-hmm. Or is it uh yes, you might actually have brain fog for the rest of your life is this i don't know how deep it is really what's the what's the severity on these things they never actually say they just say you there's a possible contamination Mm -hmm. that you should just definitely don't eat this yeah it's like we are legally required by law to tell you not to eat it but you'll probably just get a bad cold for a week (laughs) and this is all happening now when all the processes should be very well taken care of. Think, think about like canning in the 40s or something exactly. like that. Exactly, botulism left and right. Yeah, and that's probably how the plague was spread mm-hmm. back in uh, the 1400s is that they're like, uh, we should, should we recall this? Well, what they had, what they no, did during the plague was that. they had rats deliver the food and that was the problem. That was a big problem. <laughs> they 
moved over to people after that. Yeah. Rats for their original DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> they were yeah. so quick. So, um, yeah, that's troubling that even in 2024, we can't figure out how to keep our food from making people sick. Yeah, that's that should be something that's a number one concern. I'm tired of hearing about recalls, and it seems like there's a new one each month. There, oh, there definitely is. Like, I've gotten an email probably every month about something that we bought. I don't tell you about these because there's no sense Thank adding you. to the anxiety of Mm-mm. life already. But, uh, yeah, trust me, most of what you've eaten has not been good. <laughs> we need to stick to just plain oats or something. Like, let's pare down our our diet so that we're not diversifying so much. And look, if you if I'm not supposed to eat this food. If there's a risk of a disease, I better be getting it at Aldi prices. Like <laughs> when you go into a place like Aldi, you go into like the Dollar Tree mm-hmm. and you're getting your groceries there. You There's just an inherent risk that comes with that. That's you go, right. You go, look, I, this is expired. I might die. This can is dented. I'm okay with it. But I, look, it's cheap. I will, I'll take the risk. <laughs> I bet, but I better not be paying full price. I better not be paying craft full size that's prices. That's right. Name brand for, I'm paying full prices for this disease. Yeah, that's a good point you make there. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not worth it. But um, I think it's just crazy that cheese was recalled on what is the night of eating the most cheese, which is the Super Bowl. Not to be confused with the cheesiest night in America, which is Valentine's Day. Oh, you think that's the cheesiest night? It can be. If you're if you're a greeting card person, which I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> By the way, I like wince. Like if you're a greeting card person, which I love. This is my favorite thing in the world. I love them. Because I actually thought I was going to get out of it. Because the way you presented it was like, <laughs> oh, Valentine's is cheesy. If you're, if you're that type of person, oh, you don't want to. Oh, good. Because I did not get you anything. And then you're like, and I am 100% that person. I don't know what I would I do. I love cheese. I love <laughs> I, cheesy someone, greeting cards. If someone asked me, uh, what's Luke doing for you for Valentine's Day? I'd be like, I don't know and I don't care. But if you ever didn't acknowledge that that was the day that it was, like in some way, shape or form, I think I would be pretty upset. I'd be like, well, the love <laughs> is gone. <laughs> I Time to get on Tinder, I guess. That, that's quite a leap. That's, I know. That's not the first step. <laughs> I didn't get a cheesy greeting card. Ashley Madison, I think, is where you're supposed to go. If you, you can't wait to get on dating apps while you're married. It seems like those lists are always leaked. Um, <laughs> it's never it's never like, uh, I never hear Tinder lists being leaked. It's That's always, true. <laughs> nobody cares on there. Your secret's safe with every other dating site. Yes, but the one that is supposed to be secret, immediately. It's almost like it's just posted on a Facebook page. <laughs> Immediately after you join that group. That's the first thing they should do at Ashley Madison is make sure they know who they're hiring. I know who started Ashley Madison is Ashley Madison, who is somebody that was cheated on by somebody (laughs) and was like, I'll make a site that pretends that you can cheat secretly and then I will release it to everybody out there. It's revenge. It's a revenge site. Uh, really. Finally, the name Ashley and Madison makes sense to me. Yeah. I've, I've disliked them for years. Just kidding. Yep. I had some good friends named Ashley growing up. I've never known a Madison. Have you? A Madison. I've known a Maddie, actually. So I guess I've known a Madison somehow. Mm, I feel like I've probably known and forgotten many Madisons. I don't know. There's That's the thing. It's, uh, so many names don't stick with me anymore. It's mm. just like, oh, if, unless I really know you. And it's a very odd name. Sometimes those stick out. But mm-hmm. like Madison is just, I'm sure, that, uh, growing up in Indiana, there was a Madison. There had to be a Madison, there was right? There were some Madisons, yeah. Um, when you Based talk off about of James Madison. Oh, really? They're, they're famous, pre- the, their favorite president, probably. I thought it was Madison Avenue, who then Daryl Hannah's character in Splash wants to be named after. Madison Avenue, isn't that named after James Madison? 
Am I wrong here? Isn't oh, it's like, it's like the state of Washington and every street that has Washington. You know, those are named after George Washington. You know what you're good for? History and common sense. <laughs> just, just you're a buff. There. You're a buff in two avenues. Just throwing this out there that there's there's a possibility. You know, like today that we're recording is Lincoln's birthday, and that's based off of Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, not, not the, the Lincoln car. Tunnel, not the car. <laughs> the Lincoln Tunnel, by the way, is off Abraham Lincoln. That yes, was I. That was that. the joke. Oh, you got yep. it. Okay, yeah. we're we're back. Um, you said you had trouble memor- memorizing names. I do too. So when I put someone's name in my phone to help me remember it, I also put their physical characteristics. And I'm always dreading the day someone finds my phone and's like, "Why did you call me short weirdo?" Yeah, caveman brow. <laughs> Ashley. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, should start a website about cheating. This person should. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So Valentine's Day, um, if I didn't acknowledge it, how do you think that would make you feel? If you didn't acknowledge it? Yeah. I don't I don't know that it's a big deal to me. I think that holidays in general are not as big of a deal anymore. They're more, uh, I've transferred the love of holidays, which I think my parents did for me, uh, more towards our daughter. Mm-hmm. And so Valentine's Day to me is more of a kid's holiday anyway which is weird that it's mm-hmm. but it's more about like giving out the Garfield Valentine's do they still do the Garfield Valentine's they must is this, Car- yeah everything's branded is this 1987 now. still I mean you're, it's and fine Garfield's not going anywhere Garfield uh, Valentine's the uh, getting candy you know I don't care yeah, about candy candy is a much. kid's thing you have to share it with your classmates like everybody gets a Valentine in the classroom so yeah. they've, they've made it a school activity now so yeah even though it's Presumably wait, wait, a romantic. You, we did that when I was a kid too. Did you not get that? I meant now as in the last hundred years. Okay. Because even though it was originally probably marketed as a romantic holiday, I, it definitely seems like it should just switch over to the kids. Yeah. Well, I'm, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is a Hallmark holiday. Like oh, one, it's one, one of those like real one ones. Of those fake ones is what I was going to say. Well, I meant <laughs> that term is you know, attributed to so many holidays as a joke, you know, yeah. like the meme, like this is. This is just a president's day is just a way to get big president to make you buy more presidents. You know that joke? Yeah. Uh, yes, I, that is an itch. I, president's day mattress. That's when you get your mattress. That it's actually true. should be the romantic day, not Valentine's day. <laughs> Why don't you get yourself a new mattress? Now you're talking, you know, time to show some love to we your We don't need a mattress. <laughs> Or hey, yeah. maybe you don't. We wore out the last one since last President's Day. Every President's Day, we have to get a new mattress because that's how much love is in our family on President's Day. That's right. But Valentine's Day makes more sense for kids. I'm agreeing with you on that one. But same for Halloween too, right? You think that's a kid's holiday? I think that one's a universal fun day. I think there's some holidays are universal fun. Mm-hmm. Halloween, everybody can dress up. But I do think the super excitement of trick-or-treating and everything there is a cutoff and usually kids don't know when that cutoff is so they're trick-or-treating a little too long Mm -hmm. they're a little too old when they finally figure out i'm not supposed to trick-or-treat anymore (laughs) i'm starting to feel self-conscious here i'm shaving now maybe i shouldn't (laughs) trick-or-treat anymore it's when they've switched over to a pillowcase as you know the pillowcase yeah the pillowcase kids no you got it you come with a Plastic pumpkin bucket. Yeah, you hold your little goofy looking bucket or you don't get any candy. <laughs> yeah, I better not see a pillowcase, uh, a grocery sack, nope. a backpack, get all those. That's why they it. do it. They do it because they're too cool for the bucket. It's like if you're too cool for the bucket, then you don't need candy. No, then you're too cool for Halloween. Get out of here. That's right. Come yes. back when you're 27. 
And so uh, Thanksgiving's a general holiday for everybody to enjoy. Agree. Which I think is even a little bit less fun for kids. That's one where I don't think Thanksgiving tops the list of kids' favorite holidays. Well, I I found it to be warm and cozy because there was good food involved and there was family involved. So yes. are you and I just two softies? Because I know that's what you love about no it. No presidents, though. And no football. No presidents and no presents. No so. presents, no candy, a lot of pie. I wasn't big on pie as a kid, but it was sweet. You know, p- pumpkin pie. I love myself a pumpkin pie. You love pumpkin pie? Is yeah. this your, <laughs> your Bernie Mac? <laughs> well, I'd have to do a little breathier than that. Like, okay. I had no, had no pumpkin pie. That's good. Yeah. I like that. You almost need to stand when you're Bernie Mac. He had so much energy. You do, yeah, bug your eyes out. <laughs> I did a very half-hearted juvenile. I don't know if you heard it, but when we watched the tape, I'll, I'll point it out to you. A juvenile? When the truck was backing up, I was like, back that truck up. I was oh. I was starting to sing a version of that. That's not, You sound like uh, <laughs> a middle-aged female comedian from the 80s doing rap. Well, back that thing up now. <laughs> or a middle-aged female comedian from 2024. <laughs> That is also. Uh, can we talk about the biz for a second? The biz. Let's let's get down to it. There, I'm I'm encouraged often by people, usually through the internet, who are like, I admire your hustle and your grind, mm-hmm. and I admire your family's hustle. You know, because they know that you're in the business too. But that's an afterthought always. <laughs> and, and of course, your family's hustle too. You, you, you our daughter does not hustle. It's me. The other people. Oh my goodness! I should tell you about our daughter though. She joined me on stage because we didn't have a sitter. Mm-hmm. I brought her to a show. I tried so many ways to remind her that it wasn't going to happen, but the show was in a small enough venue. It was a restaurant where there's no green room. So she was in the room and she saw me probably by my third laugh. She was like, I need some of this limelight. And I saw her. It just happened in slow motion. She came up the aisle like, mom, this is going to be good. And I was like, no, (laughs) like those bounty commercials. And, um, so anyway, I don't know how flustered I came across, but inside I was like, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, she is now at the age and attention seeking level that you have to have one person on her at all times. You know, like, <laughs> did you see that clip of the guy jumping over uh, the judge's uh, table to get to the judge? Yes, I did. That's her. <laughs> When we're on stage, like you got, and did the you, bailiff is who I was in yes. that scenario. I mean, I guess I was the judge You're the in that judge. scenario. She's the person jumping over. We will do, a, we should do a meme of that yeah. for the Instagram. <sighs> and she, that's her jumping over. And what you need to do for her in the future, what we both need to do is, did you see when they brought him back? No. To like get sentenced again? No. He was in like double handcuffs. He had mittens on. He had a Hannibal Lecter mask. Hannibal Lecter mask. That's what I thought you'd say. He's like strapped to a board. (laughs) I'm like, this is a little overdone. He's in a Houdini straight jacket. Yeah. Plus, you know, half of the bailiffs out there. Like I get why they need somebody to be strapped down that much because they are out of shape. They really shouldn't be. They look like mall security guards. They look like mall security. They look like Paul Blart. All of them. (laughs) But a big part of their job is standing and listening to very boring Proceedings. Yes. That's boring. Not a <laughs> halftime show boring. It's an actual boring. They're not listening to anything. Finally, I will validate your friend. Yes, that is boring. And I do see the difference between Thank something you. that is fine, it's okay, and boring. I just interpreted your fine earlier as like, I don't like it and I'm bored by it. 
I, well, I know you read a lot into what I say. <laughs> I say one thing, you go, that can't be at all what he means. He means something entirely different, no matter how many times he says differently or tries to clarify. I just wish we were more in sync after this many years together. But no, we definitely have different minds that operate completely differently. Did NSYNC ever do a halftime show? <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake did, and he came back before Janet did. Oh, that's true. I don't know about NSYNC, though. I feel like Joey Fatone probably weaseled his way in. <laughs> He's everywhere. I think he was working security oh, no. on one of those. Like so he, anyway. He was the bailiff in that clip we saw. He was. So our daughter gets on stage. I should probably finish the story just in case anybody wasn't there. didn't see it. The audience was wonderful. They were like, oh, dear. And by the way, when a kid is in the room and other comics do adult material, other adults look at your kid and yeah. you go, she, it went right over her head. She didn't know what that was. And so it's true. She was very much into her phone and she wasn't even laughing when the audience was laughing. She wasn't even facing the stage. That's how boring it was to her until I got up there. And I even told her my first joke. I'm like, I'm, she's like, tell me what you're going to say. And I was like, sure, I'll let you in on the process. But that was probably my mistake because it just made it more enticing to mm -hmm. her. Now she wants to be part of the show. She heard that joke. She heard it get a laugh. She's look. I can, you know, I can just picture her just looking around. And the sweet thing was, even though she was out past her bedtime, not too late, but like eight o'clock, and she's usually in bed by seven thirty. So she's already jazzed that she's out past her bedtime. But she wanted to dress up and look nice for the event. So she pretty much was like, "You got me ready." She's Lucille Ball, and I love Lucy. <laughs> it's like I look the part. Just give me the job. That's our new sitcom. Is uh, there's just a kid that wants to be the famous one in the whole thing. So she's like Lucille Ball trying to get in on everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what she said to me afterwards, because I was trying to tell her, uh, like the new Montessori way is do not betray your actual words with emotion. Like if you're really, really ticked off, make it even tone. Because the kid's always going to wonder, but you still love me, right? You know, so I was like, you weren't supposed to do that. We talked about that. And, you know, this is me being not mean, not mad. And she goes... They wanted to see me anyway. They thought I was funnier than you. <laughs> Big mistake, kid. Montessori way is out the window. I am furious with you. You're not funnier than me. She's only six, but I'm like, where did you get this? <laughs> they didn't want to see you. They wanted me. It was like all about Eve. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Betty Davis. Like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, by the way, uh, that reference, All About Eve, was for our cinephiles out there or anyone that's older than 90. Yep. So You'll have to Google it, kids. <laughs> You'll have to Wikipedia that one, but it's a great reference. Yeah, you could probably see a review recapping everything with spoilers on YouTube right that's now. That's one I can't believe they haven't remade yet, All About Eve. Anybody could, through the years, there's always been a big star that's just about to leave, you know, like right now it would be... Um, Oh, I know who, Jennifer Aniston. And then there's always a star on the cusp, like, uh, I want to say Zendaya, but okay. be perfect. But the problem is uh, nobody wants to play that Betty Davis role anymore. Nope. Nobody wants to play the old person <laughs> on their way out. But she wins. I mean, not to spoil it, but she's great. She looks yeah. like a rose. Yeah, but they're not, they're not all about that. Like, because they want to be the young one. So they're like... <laughs> So we were thinking, Jennifer, we're thinking we, you, we could redo this movie with you. Um, what do you think about that? She goes, well, I would love to be Eve. Uh, well, um, who's going to play the old lady? Yeah. Um, you know, I made a faux pas at an audition recently. This woman had a really beautiful, bright pink cardigan on, and we were both up for the role of mom in a commercial. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really got to find a bright looking cardigan now this is the brightest it gets for me um hers was solid print 
And and she goes, you know where you go is J. Crew. And I said, J. Crew, I thought they only had earth tones. And she goes, no, J. Crew is like the next level for Gap. And I was like, oh, yeah, when you've aged out of Old Navy. And she <laughs> went right back to her papers like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I thought, no, not you. I mean, we. I, I'm probably your age. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play your daughter. <laughs> what? <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, just... I don't know what it was, but just like, you know that everybody's sensitive about age and entertainment. So me using the term aged out was the problem, but it just, it just registered on her face. Like, uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I, I actually kind of like those moments. Cause first of all, anybody <laughs> in show business takes themselves too seriously. It's true. I'm not into that. I'm not all about that. It's cause maybe also being from the comedian background is like, look, we're making fun of everything, but there's a lot of comedians that take themselves way too seriously too, uh. where it's like, you know, you make a little joke and they're off stage and they're just like, I don't, I don't get what's happening here. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. We're Are just, you doing material yeah, right now? We're actually just talking, you know, we're, we're just joking around with like, we would be friends. I don't know. It's not <laughs> material. I'm just genuinely funny. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pleasant yeah. to be around. So, yeah, I don't I don't have a lot of patience for anybody like that. And I think, you know, it stems back to even when I was young, anybody that I would try to say funny things to because I was an overweight kid. And what happens? I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast ever before, but when you're an overweight kid and probably nerdy kid or anything that's on the fringe, Mm -hmm. uh, what will happen is the popular kids or the ones that um, at least are part of that group even if they're not the popular one they have the people surrounding them you know <laughs> how terrible to be bullied by the not so popular popular kid you're not even the popular kid <laughs> you're not biff you're the guy with the sunglasses next to biff that's who you are if only you could have said yes. that back then and so what will happen is they will ice people out that are not part of that group so right. even if you are funny if you say something funny or entertaining uh, they will just stonewall you on that stuff and go oh uh, I, are you trying to be funny? It's like, no, I'm not trying to be funny. I am funny. I am funny. Yeah, yeah. see, to your credit, you never let that go. You stayed funny. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't become an accountant. I grudge against Jennifer to this day. <laughs> not Jennifer Anston. Dear Jennifer, Jennifer. I was in fifth grade with. That's... You find her on Facebook. I'm still funny. <laughs> I'm still She's, funny. I was funny are... then, and I'm funny now. <laughs> Would you like to come to a show? It's... Yeah. Uh, Two it's shows free. Friday, two Friday, two Saturday. No, it better not be free. Not free for her. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine your bully? You invite them to a show or you tell them about it because you're being magnanimous, if that's the right use of the word. Magnanimous. Is that the word? Anyway, you do that and then they ask you for a coupon code. Oh. You're like, absolutely not. I know. Do you? Is there any comps? Oh, there are. <laughs> and you just wait for them to ask for them. Could I have one? Oh, no. No, those were used. I used all of my comps up on friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not enemies. Did you know? Did you see Michael B. Jordan at the red carpet? Maybe it was for the Oscars last year. Um, a woman interviewing him went to school with him. And she was like, hey, remember me? We went to school together. You probably don't remember. And he was like, I remember you. And you called me this name. Oh, yeah. And so apparently the headline afterwards was like, Michael B., you know, claps back at his bully from school. And she was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think that one thing that probably happens to kids in general is the bullies and the bullied I think they live in different realities and so maybe even as a comedian I can see this now is sometimes we'll say things on stage and it means nothing to us we're just making an offhanded remark 
maybe even a little joke, you know, gentle, gentle roasting is kind of like what I say I do on stage with people <laughs> where it's like, it's not meant to like cut them to the bone. It's meant to be like a little poke and like we can all laugh and move on, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but some people, you know, it really will affect them. And it should be funny because you don't know them at all. That's why they should take not take it seriously. Right. This, the whole thing, I mean, the whole environment is basically saying nothing that comes out of my mouth should be taken seriously. At right, all. right. But people still do. But kids, I don't think they have that same element of understanding of jokes even. Mm-hmm. And other kids aren't very funny. And so they end up being mean. And so I think like, you know, the Michael B. Jordan thing, you called me that name. And she's probably like, I was just joking around or, you know, that's mm-hmm. the only way I even knew how to joke at that time was mm-hmm. to say that. And I thought I was being funny for these friends, but not understanding how that affects you. I wonder about that. Cause you never bullied. Did you, did you pick on anybody in your memory? Not that I remember. See, I know that I hurt people's feelings cause they told me so at the time. And because I'm an empath, <laughs> I remember when I've hurt someone's feelings, but it wasn't intentional bullying. It was just like someone saying, I like you. And I'm being like, ew, I don't like you. And then being like, I'm humiliated. Yeah. Um, so I remember that, but my point is, if you never bullied, then it's hard to get inside the head of somebody who does that. Did they ever mature? Did that woman ever remember seeing him come up through the years like, wow, that's the kid we used to pick on? Or did she just totally put it out of her mind? I think there's a lot of people that don't understand how they affect other people, mm. especially as kids. Because I think sometimes, you know, being on the side of being bullied is, I don't know that sometimes they understand how they're coming across. Like there's one kid in... Uh, freshman year of high school, which it was right at the beginning of the year. So we're the youngest you could possibly be in high school. Mm -hmm. And it was like the first day of class. And he punched me when the teacher wasn't in there. A fellow freshman did or some older kid? Okay, gotcha. We were all in the same class together. But he did this thing and they, he tried, like he faked punched Mm -hmm. and then he said, you flinched. So you get two for flinching. And then he hit me (laughs) really hard in the arm. Ouch. And like, that's the kind of thing that kids would be doing at that time. But then it made me like not want to be around that kid. You know, it's like he had been physical with me. Mm -hmm. He never did it again, but I think that he was thinking, I'm just, you know, I'm showing off for everybody in the class. And so I happened to be the target that day. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember that kid's name because he did not last in school. Mm-hmm. Like He's a kid that ended up dropping out and I probably went to jail. But Something like, tells me that when your amusement, like when you're entertaining yourself by harming others, that something's not good you, at home. You ain't going to last long. Let's well, say that. home life might be a little rough. And yes. you're, those kids don't stay in school long. In the, you know, as an adult, I can actually think through that kind of stuff too and go, oh, yes, his home life probably was somebody being physical with him. So he's being physical with other people. Mm-hmm. But when I was 14, that was not my first thought. You know, oh, I, I like, know. And 14 an age where it does hurt. Kids are tough by then, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because there's always that one kid that has like a full beard at 14. <laughs> You're like, what is this kid doing? His name like, was Bluto. Why, why is he still trick or treating? Like, I don't understand why this is going on. Um, yeah. Well, I I didn't. I witnessed bullying, I guess, but it's so funny to think about now. Like, bullying never really goes away. I even saw on Instagram that said, "This is how one parent handled." finding out her daughter was a bully. What do you think? And it was a mom videotaping her daughter picking out a gift at Target. And I thought, I don't like this, but I don't know why I don't like this. Maybe (laughs) because you're doing this for clout and you're not really having a heart to heart with your child about how it makes others feel. 
But um, I guess on its surface, stupid people might buy that as like a good way, <laughs> a good way to handle bullying. Real dummies. <laughs> they know how to. They know how to handle it. They just bully their own kids. I don't respect Instagram audiences, and I am an Instagram audience member. Yes. Well, that's the thing. Like I think with with anything like that, there's people that are making incredibly wrong choices out there and it's really easy to see when you're on the outside but in the moment because we're not in their head and they just think this is what you're supposed to do i know what i don't like about it it's the mom bullying the kid reminding her not to bully it's like oh you're gonna push someone around i'll push you around target and videotape it it's like it's so humiliating it's like where do you think they're getting this bullying from weirdo you're gonna hit kids well i'll show you smack that'll teach you not to hit kids (laughs) it's essentially that only it's you know with instagram which is much worse (laughs) yeah no it's if you're out there stop yeah. Stop. I mean, no good more. for you. I'm sure it got a lot of people saying this is <laughs> good great. Good for you. <laughs> I think goal, mission accomplished. Like, oh, I wanted to go viral and I did. Oh, well, okay. I'm jealous mean. because I can't get our pets to go viral. <laughs> no, they're no. almost dead now. And I thought about like, they, they're very old. They're at the end of their life. Yes. And they are, they have gotten many viruses, but they've never gone viral on the internet. That's true. <laughs> unfortunate, which is a, the opposite of making money on the internet is these dogs have just gotten sick. All the time. <laughs> it wasn't my plan, but it kind of worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I just realized like they're entering into entertainment late in life. So there's no way they're going to get representation now. The dogs? Yeah. I feel like I was. <laughs> they're just, inter- entertainment in late in like, life. Like even I said, I wish the doggest would find them. I mean, we're never in Manhattan. But uh, if I was just like put them in Manhattan on purpose looking for the doggest, he would pass them over knowing they're like, far too oh, old. Oh, those poor guys. They'd put the camera away immediately. Like, oh, that's <laughs> such a sweet dog. Did it have any sort of recall cheese? Because that dog isn't looking so good. Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home. <laughs>